Hi, Nick Park here from Evangelical Alliance Ireland. It's Friday, but Sunday's coming. And I'm so excited about the Sunday that's coming because we are going to be, as a pastor, the church I lead is going to be meeting again, seeing each other in uh, in-person services. Of course, there are restrictions. Uh, there are some differences. And I have to say this, that as a leader, I have discovered one thing at this time that you'd better not have your eyes fixed on trying to keep everybody happy. Because in a time of crisis, such as we are living through, you're never going to keep everybody happy. I've discovered every decision I've made. There's some people love it and thank me for it. And there's others get really angry and even abusive about it. So if, if my goal was to keep everybody happy, I would be the most stressed out man in Ireland. But I'm not, because my goal is to please Jesus. My goal is to lead his people in a way that's going to keep them safe and keep them blessed. And so I believe that should be our, as leaders, anybody in leadership in the church, that should be our aim at every time, all the time. But particularly, that needs to be where we stand now. Rather than be people pleasers, we've got to seek to please the Lord. Now, it's also an added excitement, of course, because Christmas is coming and uh, that has a whole expectation and everything else built into it. And I was actually asked by a local radio, by a radio station to contribute a, an item based on what my favorite Christmas carol is. And I wanted to choose a Christmas carol. Of course, they don't want everybody choosing the same carol. But you know what? I found myself choosing one that I'm pretty confident nobody else will choose. It's called, Who is He? And it goes like this. Who is he in yonder stall at whose feet the shepherds fall? Tis the Lord, a wondrous story. Tis the Lord, O King of glory. At his feet we humbly fall. Crown him, crown him, Lord of all. But you know, there's something about that carol because it starts off at Christmas. It starts off about the shepherds and falling on our knees before him. But then it goes on. Each verse covers the temptation in the wilderness, him blessing the people, them bringing the sick to him to be healed, uh, that, the raising of Lazarus, uh, the crowd welcoming him into Jerusalem on Palm Sunday, uh, praying in Gethsemane, dying on the cross, being raised from the dead. And the final verse says, who is he who from his throne rules through all the world's alone. And I guess out of 10 verses to this song, only the first one deals with the incarnation and the events of Christmas. So some might even question whether it is a Christmas carol or not, but it is included in so many uh, compilations of Christmas carols because it basically sums up the fact that the, what happened in the manger in Bethlehem was going to lead to the salvation of the world and the return of the soon and coming king. But that's not why it's my favourite carol. It's because of a particular uh, emotional attachment I have to it based on something that happened in my life. And it really goes back to the first Christmas that I enjoyed as a Christian believer. 
You see, I, I grew up as an unbeliever. I grew up, uh, pretty soon as a young, young, as a youth, really, as a child still. I developed atheist ideas. And, uh, Christmas, you know, Christmas was, a, I guess, a little bit odd in our house because my mother died on Christmas Day when I was three years old. And even before I knew or remembered that that was the date on which she had died, there was always something, there was a shadow hung over our house at Christmas. And uh, I ended up as an alcoholic, a teenage alcoholic. I ended up uh, living on the streets. And I remember miserable Christmases. Christmases whenever I didn't have a roof over my head. But probably the most miserable Christmas of all was the Christmas of 1980, when I was in a hostel for the homeless. And everybody that Christmas, we were all there together. I want to tell you, a hostel for the homeless, a men's hostel for the homeless, is the most miserable place in the world on Christmas Day. Because everybody there has lost so much. There are men who have lost their families, lost their children. You know, every everybody is trying their best to have a good time. And there's people, charitable things, making sure we all get a turkey dinner and everything else. But the fact is, it's absolutely miserable. And I want to tell you, misery shared is not misery halved. Sometimes misery shared is misery doubled. So 1980 ranks as the worst and most painful Christmas I ever endured. But then in 1981, I gave my life to Jesus. 1981, Jesus came into my life and changed my life totally. And I remember as we came up to December 1981, I was still living in that homeless person's hostel. Uh, and I remember a group of us, a group of men, all of us had been alcoholics and all of us had been redeemed by the blood of Jesus. And we formed a men's choir and we were hopeless. I mean, you heard me singing and I was one of the best of the singers in this choir. So anyway, we're there. There's all these converted alcoholics all together. And uh, we were practicing a song for Christmas. And the song that we decided to sing for Christmas was this song, Who Is He? And I can remember us singing it. And uh, we had some Salvation Army people that were very musical, trying to guide us and direct us. And they were getting really frustrated because they said we just sang like a bunch of guys on our way home from the pub. And I guess that's what we were. You know, we'd, we'd, we'd left the pub over the last year and all of us were coming up to our first ever Christmas where we knew Jesus for ourselves and I remember every time we tried to practice this song somebody would start crying and we'd all end up blubbering because Christmas just meant something so different to us now now that we'd received Jesus into our lives and uh, I don't think we ever made a nice musical performance of who is he but to this day, it remains one of my favorite Christmas carols because it always reminds me of that first Christmas. And I remember contrasting it with the Christmas before. Now, since then, of course, I've got married. Uh, since then, I've had kids. Uh, since then, I've, I've learned to really enjoy Christmas in so many ways. But I will never forget that first Christmas as a believer. And I will never forget singing, Who is He?, in yonder stall and that's why it probably ranks as my favorite Christmas carol and I also find it so poignant at this time of year because so often I find Christians were insisting on our rights and trying to stand up for our rights 
And yet we worship the incarnate Son of God who laid aside his rights to come and sacrifice himself for us. And that always just touches my heart, always in a fresh way, every Christmas. So I just want to say to you, as we get into this Christmas season of expectation, let's draw near to the one who laid everything aside, who laid aside his majesty so that he could come and live with us and so he could endure our pain and our suffering and lead us with him to glory. Look, God bless you. I I know it's Friday, but Sunday's coming. I believe it's going to be a great Sunday. And I believe it's every Sunday through to Christmas. I believe it's going to be a great Sunday in Jesus' name. God bless you. Who is he in yonder star?